Hey, peace, y'all. I'm I'm sorry. I'm laughing because they was really in front of like a garage. <laughs> they was really in front of like a garage. <laughs> oh my god, man, yo. Um, so welcome this week in white supremacy. Um, we got a lot of jokes on deck today. It's been a lot of, you know, it's a lot of white tears. You know what I'm saying? A lot of a lot of like white hurt feel and white rage. Like white rage mm-hmm. is in full display. Um, even though, you know, Trump hasn't totally conceded, but you know, it's a lot of white folks, white people are angry, man. You know what I'm saying? They're angry. Um, and, uh, we're going to talk about it and we're going to laugh about it. (laughs) We're not, this ain't the, we come, it's time to come together in unity. This ain't the podcast for that. This ain't it. (laughs) This This is not that, bro. (laughs) That might be down the dial. You know what I'm saying? We going to laugh at you right now. So I'm Victoriac, um, CEO and co-founder of One Hood Media. Um, Mr. NLS, you want to? <laughs> I am Treble, never lose a sight. You know what I'm saying? Welcome to my podcast. I really just brought the other three just to make me look good. But um, wow. so yeah, I'm just going to go ahead and take it from here. It's like, nah. You got the brown <laughs> motif. It's like you're matching like the background of your house. Like it's kind of like. That's hard. That's an ill match you got going on. You know what I'm saying? Yes, I like, like somebody have this the vibe. Match. Come on, man. That's the vibe. All right. Um, <laughs> Miracle live from Georgia. Live from Georgia. You know, the best half of the Wonder Twins. You know, it's over here chilling, cooking, great working for liberation. Turn up. Turn up. That wasn't like me this time. Oh, that wasn't you? Okay. Oh, that is not me this time. Yeah, that's definitely not me. That's I'm definitely not me. Something's going on at Duquesne, bro. Something's going on at Duquesne, bro. I'm mad like Saeed with the chains. What's going on, bro? You know, it's like like a pimp named Slipback in a tribe called Quest. It's a man like Saeed with the shades. You get me? <laughs> so, yeah. I, mean, I guess we can get, get started, man, with a lot of... Um, yeah, man, white folks have not, they don't want to accept Trump law. I mean, we kind of knew it was going to be like, we celebrated, you know, when Trump, and we wasn't, you know, just to be clear, like we were not celebrating Biden's victory. We were celebrating Trump losing and we were celebrating mm-hmm. like racist. Be, we knew racist was going to be mad and we was, we wanted to laugh at y'all. And we wanted to kind of like dance a little bit, you know what I'm saying? On top of your tears, you know what I'm saying? That's what we wanted to do. But like, it's almost like the, White supremacy strikes back like, yo, white folks. Well, I mean, first it was, you know, the 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 press conference at the Four Seasons Landscaping. I mean, that was kind of wild. You know what I'm saying? It's like, remember when um, Rudy Giuliani was like America's mayor? Remember that? Oh, no, I remember. I, I, he locked he locked up a few of my friends. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying, like, at one time he was like a respected. I mean, this dude just said that. Respect is with, wild. Respect is wild. But I know what you mean, though. I mean, he was he was somebody that like folks like he was America's mayor. He was there at the 9-11. And like this dude is like, I mean, his his reputation is just he don't. I mean, I mean, Borat then this like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In front of garages, my dude. You know what I'm saying? Um, <laughs> and, and, and the wild part is they said that they had a um, one of the dudes that was speaking was a convicted sex, sex offender, man, a pedophile at that. A pedophile, right. They like, tried to say the cops framed him. 
try to say it was you, cat. You don't get framed exposing yourself to young girls, bro. That's, that's, that's something you wake up in the morning and say, you know what? Wow. You know what I mean? That's that's how you know. That's how you're moving on that type of time and them things, isn't it? But I mean, it just, it's that it's just like grasping at straws. It's like whomever they can try to grab up and like throw out here, and then come to find out the dude was saying he was from Philadelphia. A Philadelphia poll worker, he from New Jersey, he's a sex offender. Like they not they not vetting what space they meeting at, they getting the wrong four seasons. Anybody yeah. just pop up and say voter fraud and they throwing them on 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 the on the on the press conference. I mean, it's wild, right? I mean, they're just I mean, grasping at straws is like an understatement to what we see going on. You know what I'm saying? Oh, there they are. <laughs> What's the That's the most garden. He's guarding like a table with like <laughs> Like wrenches and hammers on it. Like, what you guarding over there? Yo, look at the hose. <laughs> look at the uh, sad ass green hose, bro. <laughs> Yo, it's deep, brother. It's deep, man. Bro, just reading that article every time it says Four Seasons Landscaping, <laughs> I just start dying. <laughs> Um, you have you have any response to the Pierre's miracle? You have any? Yeah, I do. Um, I think it was hilarious, but I think it also goes to show how Trump is out here wild, and meanwhile, Democrats here in Pennsylvania are talking about how saying defund the police is too it's too much. He's got sex offenders speaking at his press conference, but we can't be abolitionists. It just shows. Hypocrisy, and I loved it. Like I feel sorry for all the Four Seasons workers who had to put up with that. Like <laughs> people coming, uh, we're trying to go do a job, and all of a sudden, like you do that. I really feel sorry for the sex shop next door who was like, you know, we lost all this money. Um, we weren't prepared for this. You know, businesses actually had to close down because yeah, you're trying to quietly, quietly go to the sex shop. It's funny. International me. news media is at your door. I can't it's, even speak It's jokes for me because, like, you know, we know white people don't season their food, let alone use four seasons. Uh, so it's like we. <laughs> yeah. It's like, of course, he didn't know which seasons to use. Bro. Exactly, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Two seasons, salt and pepper. That's it, bro. Salt, salt, pepper, and mayonnaise. Salt, salt pepper, and mayonnaise, oh, and man. ice. You know, that's, that's it. That's cold blooded. That's that's wrong. But I mean, I, I know, like, like, is it like so? Because I mean, on one hand, we're laughing, but on another hand, you know, it seems like Trump is like mounting this campaign of like not trying to turn this thing over. You know, there was a clip um, that, that, that that came out of uh, the Secretary of State, Mike Pompano. Um, <laughs> don't ignore, ignore a man like Saeed, you know, just ignore his dude. <laughs> so, but I'm saying like, we laughing and joking, but if you had the Secretary of State, and we got the video, you got the video for it, John. If you had the Secretary of State, like, when asked, like, hey, Secretary of State, you know, you're supposed to be in this position where, like, you're, you know, uh, looking at how we connect to these other um, um, countries. And it's like, how are you going to, um, 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 you know, deal with the Biden transition team? And this was, was his response. Hi. 
Uh, is the State Department currently preparing to engage with the Biden transition team? And if not, at what point does a delay hamper a smooth transition or pose a risk to national security? There will be a smooth transition to a second Trump administration. Oh, really? Right. We're, we're ready. The, the world is watching what's taking place here. We're going to count all the votes. When the process is complete, there'll be electors selected. Uh, we, we, can, we can pause it right there, but I like... Clearly. I, I guess I, has he came back and said that was a joke, or did he was he was he being serious? I mean, what what's going on? Why do we always give white people the benefit of the doubt, like they're just joking? No, he Here they are talking about having a coup, sub, uh, subverting the will of the American people, and we're like, oh, maybe it was a joke. Maybe he didn't mean it. At what point do we actually realize these people are intentionally doing stuff to make sure that they stay in power? Like, I don't understand why people are like, maybe he didn't mean it like that. How else was he supposed to say it? It's like, these people can tomorrow and be like, we're going to shoot all the Democratic governors. And half of our people are going to be like, well, I wonder what they mean by they say that. I wonder if they would actually do that. Like, we really... Do not take what they're saying seriously. They don't want to leave. He and doesn't want to lose. Like they're going to go to prison if Joe Biden gets in office because of all of the shenanigans and illegal trading that they have been accused of doing these past four years. So they have a vested interest to stay in power, and we have real. to actually understand what's going on. No, yeah. it's 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 wild because they have actually been calling for the deaths. Like you know, there was a a dude who was a police chief. Like they said, like death to all Marxist Democrats, take no prisoners, leave no survivors. You know what I'm saying? Like every I mean, time. And this that, is that, I that's mean, go ahead, go ahead. Say, this is a dude that has real power. He's a police chief. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He has he has guns, he has real power. And so, right, here you have the Secretary of State. I mean, they're they're bold in what they're saying, and 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 it's clear like he he might have smiled, but then Trump retweeted him. And Trump was like, yo, like bigging him up for saying that. Um, so it, they're, they're, they're very serious. And it's a lot of white people that have power and that have guns and they serious too. What was you going to say, bro? I mean, this is why we need to defund the police. That, I mean, this is prime reason number one. You know, like, why, how are you even allowed to make that type of a statement that's that bold? You get me? Like, yeah. yo, you're supposed to protect and serve, isn't it? Right. Not execute, not, not issue commands of execution. Like right there, that's terroristic threats. Like those are things that could be, you know, if they're misinterpreted by some zealot or like some, you know, crazed, deranged gunman as these white men tend to be when they get to that 18-year-old mark, they start losing their fucking brains and yeah. start murdering people in the streets. Because yeah. we see 97, the FBI says 97% of all mass shooters are white. Absolutely. So you're speaking directly to your demographic right now. And and like Miracle said, we shouldn't take that lightly. That's not, yo, know, that's, that's, that's real life right there. How many, and you know, Dave Chappelle made a joke about it on SNL, like what life was like before COVID, but we had a mass shooting every week in the States. Yeah, yeah, he did. We man. had a mass shooting every, and that's not, that's not hyperbole. That's a fact. We had a mass shooting every week in the States before COVID. And that's, and that's what he's trying to get back to. You get me? Yeah. I mean, I think I think that's I think that's the reality where we are right now. And I think like it is interesting how like, you know, white people can call, like you said, for outright violence or outright coup. And it's not looked at as like it's not taken as seriously uh, uh, where if it's somebody else. And I mean, um, it's super interesting because you have like 
right now, you know, the the, the Republicans trying to just grab up. Um, I, I mean, you have you have them saying like, you know, I'll give you twenty five thousand dollars if you can show any voter fraud. It's interesting because the, we've seen voter fraud and it's been like Republican voter fraud. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just you know, you had a guy in Pennsylvania that came out and said like, oh, there was voter fraud that he saw. You know, um, um, some some ballots. You know what I'm saying? And then. You know, when he got pressed, he had to sign an affidavit and say he made everything up. You know what I'm saying? But despite that, Trump is still not conceded. You know what I'm saying? He's still, you know, acting like he's going to remain in office. And I mean, you had, you know, one of his men. I mean, you know, when you talk about calling for violence, miracle, like Steve Bannon, you know, he's talking about like like white men that had that that had power, that have a platform and a mic. Like Steve Bannon actually said, if Trump gets reelected. Not only should he fire Fauci and fire the director of the FBI, but that they should like behead these men and like put their heads on stakes outside of the White House. And it's just like it wasn't even that. It's like not that big of a story. Oh, just kind of like you said. Oh, you know, he was joking. He wasn't being taken. I go listen to the thing. He was like, "Yo, this is how we used to do it." You know what I'm saying? He ain't thought he, he was serious. And yet BLM I mean, is militant. And we're a terrorist right, right, right. We got signs, my nigga. Like, we're right. signs. We dancing. We drinking water. We drinking juice. We're, <laughs> we're the terrorists. But like Steve Bannon can say, let's cut these people's heads off. And it's not even taken as that big a deal. You're going to say something, Miracle? I was going to say, yeah, because we're talking like Steve Bannon was very honest. because You know, it's Indigenous Heritage Month and we talk about scalping. You got to remember that it, that is what white people did to prove that they were killing, raping, and murdering indigenous Americans. So when he's talking about this is what we used to do, he's actually echoing and calling back to a time where white people were just going out here using manifest destiny and other types of beliefs to actually murder black and brown people. So we have to really understand that these individuals are using historical language, whether it's the pastor talking about angels from Africa or him talking about beheading, that they're actually using these white supremacist dog whistles to tell people to act, get ready to have this race war. And meanwhile, we're over here like, hmm, wow. Yeah. That was I mean, a rude joke. Ban him from Twitter. It was like, no, this person, these are domestic terrorists. This no, is what we're seeing. And nobody's going to prosecute them. Nothing's going to happen. And then when we start to see actual shootings, because what happened in Philadelphia, all type of stuff, it keeps getting stopped. But what happens when they're actually going to be out here harming these poll workers or these election officials? Right. You Did have- anybody see the, the, the footage of that man who was getting arrested in his car and the police broke his window out and he's praying to Donald Trump? Have anybody seen that? What? Oh. So a man was, uh, you can look this up. I, it just popped into my head just now. I seen it this he week. Praying to man, Donald Trump. He's praying to Donald Trump. He's calling, he's on Instagram live. The police, he's, it's a traffic stop or something. The police, you know, they bust his windows out. He's praying to Donald Trump. These people are so radicalized. This is the definition of radicalization right here. And let one of these people on some Tim McVeigh or Theodore Kaczynski, something like that, they right, get gas right, 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 and they right. kill somebody and they cite Donald Trump. Uh, can you imagine the job the media is going to do to try to bury this? Right. I mean, what's well, happened? I mean, you have you've had, you know, uh, people make threats towards certain people and basically it's like cite Donald Trump. as a, I mean, you know, 
We yeah. saw the tree of life happen right here in Pittsburgh. You know what I'm saying? We're yeah. we're two years removed from the tree of life. And this was somebody that was an avowed white supremacist and, and about white supremacist rhetoric. I just sent y'all an article. It was a dude arrested in New York that was threatening Senator Schumer. He was threatening to kill protesters. You know, Donald Trump lost. I'm going to kill people. You know what I'm saying? I mean, this is happening right now. And so, like, just like you said, Miracle, I mean, you know, the police caught these dudes that went up to Philly, but they were talking about, let's go to Philly. This is going to be a war. And it's wild because like, but it's never paint like, like it's never painted as like, yo, these Trump supporters, these people are right. terrorists. Like it's never like, like it's never considered like a threat to America's like democracy. It's like, it's like, oh, these are patriots. You know what I'm saying? And, and remember like, the, the campaign thing was if we stop black lives, we have to stop black lives matter or they'll ruin the country. Absolutely. Absolutely. How? Like what like you said, we have signs, bro. We have we have signs. Well, we're gonna ruin the country with this health care <laughs> with this equality. All, this, all of this equality is gonna ruin the with country. With this health care and this like health care. If you think about it technically, like they're not wrong. And it's like it's ironic that they're spewing this out in the public. Mm-hmm. It's like BLM kind of will ruin what you call this country, but we see right. it as white supremacy. Absolutely. You feel me? That's really what Bro. our goal is, is to ruin white supremacy. And if that's seen as ruining yeah. the country, so be it, bro. I'll kick America from above anything. You know what I'm saying? Like, Yeah, no, I mean, but that, that's really what it is. I mean, that's you're exactly right. Like, the America that you, you know, they want that America where, like, you know, white people was running it, like, where you could just, you know, nigga, go get me some something to drink, and we have to run over there, you know what I'm saying? But Like, that shit is dead, you know what I'm saying? And it's I like, was thinking about this. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you no, off. No, go ahead, go ahead. I, I was thinking about this the other day, right? When you think about slavery, right, you think about racism, right, and where all this came from. White folks are really just upset they don't own us anymore. That's what it is, bro. Mm. Like, that's really at the root of it. It's like when you go back to the root of racism, it was yeah. based off of a superiority. I'm able to subjugate you. You get me? Yeah. Yes. You don't own me anymore, so you're upset about that. That's True. the only reason you resort to calling me a nigger or you resort to calling me some type of a name that's dehumanizing me. You're upset because I don't have to listen to you and you no longer have agency in this area. Right. So you want to call me nigger like you want to like remind me you want to try to remind me of what my place used to be. I know. And I think it was Paul Mooney that said like how like he was like white people don't have a problem living with or around black people. You did it all the time. Like, in, yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah. we were in the house. Like we was in the bed, like warming the bed up. We was in the house. We were cooking the food. It's not living around us. It's like, like you said, like having control and ownership over us. And it's like that's now it. that that's gone and now that I can, you know, you call me like I can punch you in your face. You know what I'm saying? Like if you call me out my name, you know what I'm saying? Like now that that's changed, that dynamic has changed. It's like, oh, my God, you know, just like you said, oh, they want equality. They want to be treated right. They don't want to be shot by the cops. That was the wildest part, you know, and there was something there was a tweet um, that somebody put out that was like, you know, we're not talking about the 55 percent of, 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 of white women that voted for Trump. As there is like, oh, it was defund the police bar. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's, it's, it's black people saying like, we want our rights. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, black people, you have to say you want your rights quieter because we might lose election. Well, guess what? I don't care if you lose this one and everyone from the, the foreseeable future. I'm going to speak my piece, man. Facts. You know what I'm saying? Like my people are dying and you worried about some goddamn election? 
You know what I'm yeah. saying? I'm down, but I don't care if Connor Lamb never got back in office. You know what I'm saying? Like, if that's going to save my people's life, that's what I got to do. And to ask me not to do that, to ask me to, like, change my language when black people are actually dying right in front of you, you wild as hell. And you're like, I mean, you you know, you we we peaceful now. Though. I'm, I'm going to be quiet. I'm going to let Miracle talk, talk some sense into us. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I, I've said before, y'all give, not you on the panel, but a lot <laughs> of y'all give white people this idea that they need to be saved and we can't fight for liberation until white people are with us. And they keep trying to show us that they're never going to be with us. Like how does 55% of white women who were supposed to be marching with us these past four years, yeah. talking about they are oppressed and marginalized, how is it that they're able to come out in droves and fight and vote for a candidate and down ballot candidates who literally are talking about giving more money to cops, expanding prisons and jails, stopping um, critical race theory and all this type of stuff that actually helped improve our social and cultural um, statuses and talks about and, and lessens the amount of discrimination we we experience and that's who you vote for. I really want black people to like love, appreciate, and respect other black people, minus like the damn parties of the world. And I want us to like look toward each other for our own unity and salvation and community because these our allies and accomplices keep telling us that they're they're only gonna they're only willing to go so far with them. Mm. They're not willing to mm. call out their family members. And I and people say, you know what, I can't have a conversation. I don't want to get disowned. Like what type of family do you have where you can't tell someone not to use racial slurs? Like what type of family relationship do you have where you can't set boundaries and say you can't come into my household if you act a certain way? I don't get it. Like I set rules and boundaries to my family who are deep Southern Christians about what they can and cannot say around me. So I expect that bare minimum for people who are saying they're allies and accomplices and they're not doing it. So I'm just like exhausted with that. And also I think we, we keep pretending that law and order actually means something. Law and order only means something to black folks. Because we are the only people who suffer the consequences True. when we break the laws. Literally, this administration rewrites the laws as it goes. So we have to be prepared and we have to understand that like, we don't know what tomorrow is going to bring. But if we're building up our communities, we're able to protect each other. If well, I may. Go ahead. The narrative of 2020, since all the carrying has happened and all social media, has been the insidiousness of white feminism. And that presented itself in the election, right? As more white women what, what, came what out. What word did you use? The what? Insidiousness. Oh, wow. Okay, go yeah, ahead. The That's that TI type vocabulary. What <laughs> 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 you know about that? Uh, but uh, <laughs> you get me. But no, I mean, like, you know, We've seen for, from the, basically the past calendar year, from 2019 to 2020, the, the lethality of Karening and whether it's Amy Cooper, whether it's, you know, all of these different people who are trying to kill black people by proxy, by, uh, you know, phoning the police. We've yeah. seen that they've kind of raised their banner. Their sigil was this, was this election. As you've seen them come out, 
higher yeah. than any other group to vote for Trump. It was white women. The well, Karen well, higher than white men, but well, no, no, no. Uh, I mean, but, yeah, higher yeah, than yeah, last yeah. year. Yeah, higher, that's less white men voted for Trump. The the percentage, like oh, the yeah, white yeah. men are coming yeah. over. That is yeah. true. Yeah. They, the highest white men are waking up. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And, that, and that's the thing. It's like, you know, that's why I said it's the insidiousness of it, because white feminism, in my opinion, is a lot more dangerous than white male patriarchy. Well, you know, you know, Farouk, as a as a white uh, uh, woman lesbian, you know, I would like to uh, say a few things. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> y'all don't know. Oh, man. I mean, if y'all, can we y'all talk about Twitter, that right quick? Can we talk <laughs> about? If y'all are on Twitter, it was something. You know, it was a uh, a former Republican. Something he was in some type of Dean Browning, uh, Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. Yeah, <laughs> Pennsylvania, right? Republican Dean candidate, right? He went. He went on Twitter and he was talking about Joe Biden's going to take all our rights away. You know all the stuff that they say, and he meant to sign out and then sign into his fake black gay burner account, but he didn't do that. Like he actually responded with his own account. I'm a black gay man. You know what I'm saying? But it's like this phenomenon. Like, I mean, we've seen it. We talked about this digital blackface phenomenon. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, <laughs> so we gonna get booted for good. He was like, I'm a black as a black gay man. And it was like <laughs> Dean Browning was still signed into his own account. Then Dean Browning actually found a black guy. But let's talk about the digital blackface phenomenon because we see how, how is it that we black that facial recognition software misidentifies black people 30% of the time, but you just so readily available created a black face out of thin air. How I the mean, fuck did you do that, bro? But but it, but it's it's wild to me, like the idea that like like, like, is it like, where does this come from? I'm, I'm gonna come to you, Miracle. Cause that, like, science is up for us because it's like, like, here you are. It's like, is it you feel like I'm gonna, I know better than black people? Like, if I just give me a black picture and I can speak to black people, I can, or, or is it just like they trying to forward these whack arguments and they just want to put some sock puppet up? To, to be somebody to forward their arguments. Well, where does it come from, Miracle? So the amazing, brilliant Kimberly Crenshaw in the early 90s turned this coin intersectionality, which basically says you have to look at a person's full identity in order to see who they are and work with them. A lot of conservatives, of course, a lot of white men who hate anything that Black women academics put forth, have for the past like 10 years literally gone hard on identity politics to the point we now have Candace Owens and then all these other people who use their identity to parrot white supremacist talking points. And so with this rudimentary um, understanding of intersectionality, a lot of uh, racists, a lot of people who um, hate black people in real life decided that they were going to create all of these sock puppets with their fake accounts to pretend to be people of color. So there was a situation where a prominent Jewish activist um, pretended to be a black Jewish person calling for the destruction and murder of white Jews. There was another situation where a lot of um, professors and, and academics right. were uh, pretending to be black when they weren't. And there's a whole uh, theme of Instagram models darkening their skin, saying that they're ethnic when really they're just white. 
And so we have this whole black fishing, black facing phenomenon that has taken on this perception on social media where people pretend to be black because it's profitable. Uh, what was that? Mooney said, you know, everybody wants to be black when nobody wants to be black. You yeah. know, he, he said a different word, but I'm going to say black. <laughs> um, and so now we literally, it's like you don't need a black person in your corner anymore. You just need 50 fake uh, profiles of uh, fake black people that will uh, basically make people think there are more black Trump supporters than they are. There are more black conservatives than there are. And so it's basically a tool and a trick to change your perceptions because if you feel like, okay, well, if this person has this contrarian point of view, then I can do it too. And so here we are. There are um, companies that actually have paid thousands of dollars for uh, digital black people. So instead of actually paying black people to do the work, they pay uh, computer programmers to design black faces. It's a whole, it's a whole thing right. going on. And so now we have this. I candidate. hate it here. I really do hate it here. I have we have this candidate who basically gets um, called out for using this fake account. There are people who are smarter than I am who basically said, hey, this black man is lying because this guy has used the same IP address. He's had multiple fake accounts throughout the years. When one count gets suspended, another count pops up. And it's just a travesty, but it also shows you how identity is weaponized by conservatives. And not even just conservatives, identity is weaponized by people in power to create division and <laughs> to basically uh, take people who are desperate for fame and fortune and use them to harm other people. So it's, it's, it's crappy. Black women have been dealing with this for a few years, and now the rest of the world sees it. So, and See, so this it's is like, why I meditate, bro, because like all that identity shit, you know what I'm saying? Like I could just do without the ego. It's a lot more peaceful. You feel me? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think being authentically and being yourself, but it's like now is there like a market for like I can be your like black friend when you get caught? like digitally blackface, like, I mean, that might be something like we do on a low, like, hey, if you need like a black person to pop up, because like, <laughs> this dude, like- Come like, on our podcast, yeah. we'll be your black friend. So, so when, when, Dan, when Dan Purdy, like when people like caught this dude and found out his fake account and all this and this and that, like he grabbed a random black guy, you have that video, John, and like this random, you know, so this is obviously this is our Cherry Cruise of the Week. But it's some and this black guy was like, I'm Dan Purdy, I'm black and I'm gay, and you know, all of this and that. So he he came in to his defense. This is this is him here now. Hey guys, my name is Dan Purdy. It's not his name's not Dan Purdy, by the way. The message that you saw on Dean's Twitter was posted. I don't actually know how it was posted, but I did send it to him because I had a problem with how people... You see him reading it? I see him reading <laughs> ...are treating Donald Trump. I don't have a problem with Donald he Trump. Is <laughs> and I don't understand why so many pretend to. Donald Trump has never done anything to hurt me, either as a gay man or as a black man, nor has he done anything to hurt anybody in the four years that he's been in office because he hasn't had time to. So what's the big deal? I sent that four message years. to Dean. Dean accidentally posted it somehow, and that's the end of the story. No, he's not a sock puppet. No, I'm not a bot. I hope you understand. Um, this administration has permitted the firing of queer people. 
has said you could discriminate against queer contractors, mm-hmm. has rolled back employment and, and housing and health care protections, has done a whole lot of stuff to impact queer lot. people. Muslim bans. You right. know, and so I don't understand why this guy is like, I don't understand why people don't like uh, Trump. Saw, I mean, you that's know, was, that's what was on the script, Miracle, that he was written. And then this is a, <laughs> but this is the wild part. The man's name is not Dan Purdy. Like this dude is named like William Holt. That's not like your name is not Dan Purdy. And then why would you, what did you send it to him in a DM? Like, so you DM this man and then he went to his DMs as a black gay man. And then he, what he copied it and then put it on his own profile. I mean, come hey, on, this is what you want. It goes to- down in the DMs, bro. It, it goes down in the DMs, man. You know, that man. Looks we'll like find he, that he out like a, next week. What, that, that. Like he, he looked like a burn victim. Like his face didn't even look real, oh, man. Shit. Like he had a facial Damn. transplant, man. And they forgot most of it. It's like, it was like <laughs> that's not cool. cool. I mean, yeah, like, you know, Let's not do a personal attack. Yes, we don't better than attack is, you know, but we go high when they go low. I don't. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it just it's 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 it's, it's super wild. Um, yeah, so I mean, like, but the thing is, is like, look, I mean, like, kind of like what Trouble said. Get your meditation on. Like, come on, man. Like, be yourself. Like, if you obviously, if you got to create an account to try to defend your point, then you're not making good points. You're not making great arguments if you got to try to make up some black gay people to try to argue with you. Oh, my. No, we ain't. You know what I noticed about rich white people? It's kind of like they kind of bought their way out of accountability Cause I'm trying, I'm kind of like imagining the scene in my head. Like he probably posted it from his Twitter. It was like, oh shit, oh shit, his heart started racing. He was just like, um, hey, find me a black He's guy. Trending. <laughs> and you know that nigga had like three black people in his phone. If that, like, right? Like, how like, it's like instead of just saying like, yo, I'm wrong. I do have a burner account. My bad. You guys have caught me. He was just like, hey, say you're Dan Purdy. You just read this here. You know what I'm saying? I mean, like, Mitt Romney got caught with having a fake account earlier in the year, and he was like, "Yep, it was me. My yeah. bad." You know, he wasn't being me? racist though; he was just being himself. He <laughs> as well. Kevin Durant was like, "Yep, you know, I'm I'm on here arguing with people on. I mean, that's what I do in my my spare time." You know what I'm saying? And so that was one of the times when, like, that was one of the first times I had ever heard about a burner account. Yeah, I didn't know like what it was, and I was like, because you know, I don't, I, don't, I use social media on a very face value level. So like when I first heard a burner account, I was like, what's that? And I, I was like, people really do that. And when I, I think it was KD, I was like the first. I was like, wow, that's yeah. but you know, this is this is matrix of white supremacy. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Like, I think about it, doing the burner account that way I can talk trash and not get in trouble. <laughs> Listen, I mean, you know, you know, I guess you know what I'm saying, but. I mean, tea. You know, are you going to be a, yeah, we'll, we'll have to, we'll have to look at your profile picture. Um, <laughs> on that you, need to be a, you need to be a white woman from Wyoming. In love with Black Lives Matter. I'm a white say, woman in Wyoming and love Black Lives Matter. And- <laughs> I, I was going to say, if you do the white woman from Wyoming, then your first tweet should be these niggas, but I ain't racist. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I ain't racist, but these niggas. These niggas. <laughs> Speaking of like these niggas, right? These niggas. Uh-oh. How transition? The right, yes. Because like when I when I think of these niggas, I think of like the, the McCloskeys, right? 
the, the white couple from St. Louis. <laughs> these niggas. These niggas, right, right. So for those that don't know, it was like a, a white couple in St. Louis. Black Lives Matter are just marching. They're not even worried about them. They're marching down the street in the neighborhood. They were going to some like official's house and they seen Black Lives Matter marching through the neighborhood and they decided to come out in the, the lawn with machine guns and a gun. So, of course, this picture went viral of like the, the, the husband had a machine gun, the wife had the little silver gun, and this is the McClowskis, you know what I'm saying? And so now they're suing. They're actually suing the person who took the picture for ruining their lives. Which I'll How you? They're like those farm. Remember, you know those farmers, the painting of the farmers? Had to, got the got the pitchfork and they're standing next to each other. This yeah. is what they It's like the new age. It's the new yeah. age version of that, bro. It's like, but yeah. how are you gonna be upset when no one told you to come out here, y'all, bro? No one. No one told, told you to come out. No one. Knew you were name. on the RNC National Convention, and this is again why I don't understand who does y'all's communication. Because if this that were me, this is them right there. If that were me. I would have been on Oprah. I would have been Ayana Van Zandt crying on her bosoms, talking about I love black people. I don't know what's going on. Like who who does your messaging? Like I am so confused. But I think you make. I'm so confused. If you went to if you went to the for RNC the Republican convention and you spoke there, you've been on all these Fox News shows like. I could see if you were saying, like, if when the incident happened, you came out, you said, I don't want to, you know, do no interviews. I don't want to do anything. But they actually benefited off the celebrity. Now you want to, but because you got some charges, now all of a sudden you want to say it ruins your life? Like, what? Like, but like, once again, like, they weren't coming to your house. Nobody knew your name. Didn't even know you was inside your house. You decided to come out with guns. You decided to do that. Now you got to suffer the consequences. So, and then what sucks is like, had it not been them, that would have been a dope picture. You know what I'm saying? Like, me and my wifey out here strapped up. You know what I'm saying? Ain't nobody fucking with us. But like, instead, y'all look dumb. <laughs> you know? Or had they just joined the protest? You feel me? Like, they yep. could have just did had that. Had they just been like, <laughs> you know what, Trojan horse. I don't want you to burn down my mansion. Let me come fight in solidarity with you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what are y'all talking about? Oh, I thought y'all said all lives matter. Let me put this gun down. You know what I'm saying? Right, Black yeah. Matter, I'm with all y'all. I'm with it. And people would have clapped for them. People would have been like, everything's cool. Like, And it's like, but that it, it makes you wonder because they're lawyers. They're, it makes you wonder. Like, you're thinking people are smart and they really, yeah, they move in. I told y'all, people in law school just racist and connected. I don't understand why. Oh, the question, the question yeah. is, is, like, is, is like the McClowski's the Karen of the week or is it Kyle Rittenhouse's mom? Mm. So, so, Kyle, so for y'all that don't remember Kyle Rittenhouse, Kyle Rittenhouse was the 17-year-old guy that decided to come to Kenosha, Wisconsin with a with a with a with an AK-47 that he should not have had that he possessed illegally. His mom dropped him off, you know, crossing state lines with his gun, and then decided to shoot three protesters, killing two. Now Cal is on trial for murder or like has been indicted for murder. And his mom, you know, made um a, a statement recently. Um his mom said the protesters would be alive if they weren't there. 
all murders matter. All mass murders matter. <laughs> That's what she's saying. All mass shootings matter. It's Disrespectful, saying- cunt. Like, yo, it's like, how are you going to be like, how, first off, how is she not charged? It's still beyond me that she hasn't been charged yet. You charged the man who got him the gun. You charged Rittenhouse. How is the mom not charged? You're an accessory to murder. She drove like you, him there. And you I, pulled him to kill people. Yeah. Like, th- like how is this not in tandem? That, with, that is um, accessory before, during, oh, and I, after the fact. That oh, that, so that's um, that, she broke the law miracle? That's aiding and abetting. That is uh, contributing to the delinquency of a minor. That's child abuse. That's she child did. endangerment. There are so many, so many laws. You, you, that's also federal charges. You yeah, cross, you cross state, state line. line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like she this said, is literally like John Lee Malvo, but the white version. She said the police should have helped the businesses out instead of having a seventeen-year-old kid helping the police. Shoot, the police gave him water. Like the police was sticking it with your son. The police. The police maybe there. should not murder people. The police should actually not be out here committing crimes against black and brown exactly. people. The police should actually be a part of the community. There's a whole bunch of stuff that could have happened that should have happened. But had you been a mother and kept your son's ass at home, <laughs> we wouldn't have been here. He was a child, hey, allegedly. You know, a seventeen. Why would you give him a gun? And right. I don't understand. Like, if I told my brother, let me go drive you to New York so you can shoot somebody, I'm going to be in jail. Yeah. I'm going to be up under the jail. I'm not even going to we be had, on bail. We've had mothers go to jail for switching school districts, sending their children to school districts no, no, illegally. Yes. And, and then yeah. you're allowing a mom to drive her son across state lines, yep. and knowing the he had a weapon. He had a weapon. It's not like it was a, like a sidearm. Not like, like a, he didn't know. Right. Not a like knife that some you would conceal. Not like Mrs. McCluskey's gun. He no. had Mrs. McCluskey's gun. He had the he had he the had, big joint. He came with intention to murder. And well, you mm-hmm. you make you make such a good point because we have had black women go to jail for the uh, uh warning shots children to a different school. We've had black women go to jail for standing their ground. We've had black women go to jail for uh supposedly uh, uh voting irregularities. You know what I'm saying? We've yeah, had, yeah, women, yeah. You had remember the mom that was trying to get a job and she had to leave her child in the car just to go do a job interview. They put mm-hmm. her in jail. But yet here's this white woman who takes like and, and that she wanted to put the blame on somebody else. You almost, almost, almost <laughs> you <laughs> took your like just imagine. Here's your son. Hey, mom, so and so just got me a, a, a AK 47. I want to go to this place and I want to protect these businesses. And you're going to tell him, yes? Nigga, you better go eat some Fruit Loops and get back in your room and play some damn, you know, PlayStation 4, whatever you got. I mean, come on, really? I mean, Ramel Holt's mom got charged for, you know, um, crimes because when her son allegedly shot that police officer, she was trying to find an attorney so he wouldn't get murdered. And they arrested her and his whole entire family. So the fact that this woman... Who's ha- housing this? Who drove her son to get, get state lines? Who housed him and closed them, knowing that he committed multiple crimes? Nothing happened to her. It's just yeah, and picked his ass up. Like picked his ass up and yeah, yeah, up. yeah. And so it's like, is he telling her like, "Yo, mom"? I'm sure he gets in the cars like, "Yo, mom, I just shot somebody." You know what I'm saying? Yo, well, mom, I think it's going that was on. the whole time. He was like, "Yo, come get me. It's done." I feel like they're having kind of like a moral dilemma, like the law enforcement, because I feel like they wouldn't have made any arrests had these protesters been a different color. 
And it's kind of like a, mm. Ooh, I mean, like we're really yeah. just trying to make this yeah. look good. Yeah. We I mean, but also far. right now, you're just seeing these Republicans calling for death to Democrats. So it's like, maybe it's just like, you know, mm-hmm. that's collateral damage. It's like, oh, they chose the wrong side. You know, they're Marxists that, you know, they're, and, and that's the thing. It's like, can you even define to me what a Marxist is in 2020, okay. bro? Thank you can't. Like, don't okay. look at a book. Don't consult Google, Wikipedia, none of them things. Tell me right now what a Marxist is. It's, it's not even, bro. It's not even that. And that's, you know, I mean, this is what we push it. It's not even that large of a difference between no. Trump and Biden. It's not even that large. No. I mean, no. they're trying to make it seem like it's this cute because, I mean, you know, the reality is Biden and, and Kamala um, Biden-Harris is going to be upholding white supremacy, too, just like a President Obama upheld white supremacy. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. We got to normalize. You know what I'm saying? We got to normalize placing a black woman's name first, Harris-Biden. Mm. Harris-Biden. I mean, I mean, he is old, so, I mean, we'll see what happens, but, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. But, I mean, even if something happens to Joe, like, she's still going to be upholding white supremacy. The presidency is synonymous with white supremacy. That, that's that's, that's just, the reality. That's so it's not even like, it's not like these white, you know, I mean, you had a the, a, 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 a GOP po- po- politician in Mississippi say, like, we need to secede. Like, Mississippi, like, we're not going to be under Joe Biden as if they ain't black people in Mississippi. Like, who, you are going to decide that? You know what I'm saying? Like, why? Because of Joe Biden is president now? And these are oftentimes, these are white people who, I mean, how is your life radically going to be different? What, you can't just randomly call people the N-word? But it kind of goes back to what you said, Farouk, about, like, ownership. Trump had y'all stick y'all chest out because y'all had an outright racist in the White House. He was saying whatever he wanted to say, and you felt you could say whatever you want to say. Now that that man ain't in there, now what, you got to tuck your, tuck your, tuck your stuff in? You know what I'm saying? Like, come on, man. What is it's, it? It's, you know, and the, the, the still to most intriguing, fascinating, and sad thing to me is you have these black Trump supporters saying Donald Trump never outwardly said anything negative about black people in the United States of America. And I'm like, how? How like have you not paid attention to anything? You you've alleviated it because you have a rapper called Tone Trump and Salam alaikum to my brother. You know, you have alleviated it or forgave him because he was on the Fresh Prince. You forgave him because he's had all these black pop culture no, no, references. Was, right, right, Lil Wayne. But, Lil Wayne. Right, Lil Wayne, but like you you were dismissing the fact that Central Park Five, you're dismissing the fact that he's literally evicted people that I mean, were, not, uh, not only that, I mean, bro, I mean Farouk, during his during his presidency. I mean, the presidency you know, calling Baltimore on, hole. Right, like, shitting on Baltimore. Then it's it's wild because these are the places that actually voted his ass out. You know what I'm saying? But every inner city place, Atlanta, Philadelphia, Detroit. I mean, he talked bad about the neighborhoods. I you mean, know, call talked, the sons of bitches. You get me? Like, and okay. even now, the the voter fraud are as predominantly black cities. And yep, I want to yep. say. This country is founded on white supremacy. Every system in this country is a part of a white supremacist legacy. Yeah. So I think that there were black people who could have been Republicans working with this administration. Um, but for me, the problem was the excusing of white supremacy. Yes, Most yes. of the black people I know have said Joe Biden did this wrong. Joe Biden is not my top five choice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. know. We have held our politicians accountable. What I have a problem with is the whole erasure of what Trump has done. Trump himself said he doesn't know what more to do for Black people. So somehow there is this huge disconnect 
Um, and you're allowing this man who has this power to actually harm black people's policies because you're trying to make sure you're personally are secure and you personally are protected from white supremacy by aligning yourself with this administration. And that's what I have a problem with. So, so like, are we are we doing like a, um, are we doing like a COVID watch on Ben Carson? Are we are we wondering no. if he's going to make it out alive? Stop. Hold on, it's, God, it's above me now. Ah. It's, a, it's above me now. Bishop Jackson just died. We had Who? um, who's Bishop, Bishop Jackson? Jackson? I don't know what that is. God bless another you person who was at the election thing. He got allegedly he had COVID. Oh, he, you know. he was a black Republican. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, uh, we still have our brother Herman Cain. We still have a bunch of people, and you know. As my father was a black Republican, I do know a lot of these folks. So I'm going to be like, not going to extend a grace. I'm going to say, hold on. I'm going to say, I don't think it's worth to die for white supremacy. I don't think that access to whiteness and power is going to save you or protect you or your communities. And I would hope that if you are going to be someone who's going to be a black Republican um, in this day and age, you use your position to actually call out supremacy and create policies that empower black people uh, without groveling at the hand and being the footstool of Trump. That's what I'm going to say. Was was I wrong when I laughed at the um, the meme that said, um, uh, I didn't wash my gifted hands. Was I was I wrong at that miracle? Why are you saying <laughs> this, Charlie? You're not gonna put me in this. I, I said like, <laughs> somebody told I me did. that. Uh, somebody told I'm me that. I'm the one who told you. I'm the one who told you. Somebody <laughs> told me that. Um, that um, they somebody said they hope he had gifted lungs. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that is true. I just I don't get it. Like I I, I honestly do not get this administration. Like Carson already had money, power, fame, and privilege, right? Yeah. And so he, I don't get what he's really getting from working this administration. I mean, he's getting COVID. Um, he's not even doing the internet. Ain't shit. The internet he got COVID. Shit. He got COVID. I hope he had gifted lungs. <laughs> Yo, the <laughs> Yo. <laughs> it reminds me with Dave Chappelle talking about his body had everything COVID was looking for. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> uh, all the yeah, all the fixes. Um, yeah, I mean, so just like you said, we don't wish, we don't wish, uh, we hope that Ben Carson, you know, makes it out of this administration alive. We don't want to see more Black people dying, but it is wild. Like, hopefully, I mean, did they airlift him to that hospital? I mean, probably, probably not. Probably, probably not. not. Ben Carson to the projects, man. Whatever it was like, bro, you got to... <laughs> <laughs> Yo, he said gifted law. So um, I forgot what I was. I guess okay, I, <laughs> we are. Oh, we do want to say, um, um, we do want to acknowledge, you know, that wow, Brett Harkinson, you know, one of the oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. that um that that's responsible for the death of Breonna Taylor, um, was sued for sexual assault. You know what I'm saying? Like two bad apples, eh? Hey, you know what I'm saying? So like, we do want to acknowledge that. Apples. You know, that's a. Exactly. You know, that's an evil wicked dude. Meanwhile, y'all Christians are raising money for him and he sexually assault mm-hmm. people. So we do want to, you know, um, make sure we put that information out there. Let's talk about the domestic violence rate and the sexual assault rate um, of that police officers contribute to Absolutely. and how like 60%, and violence right? are intersecting. So, Absolutely. you know. Absolutely. Blue lives matter, folks. Please get your people. They're out here waiting, folks. Get your people. Yeah, 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 that's right. That's right. That was like that that, that meme I posted. You know, they said blue lives matter. We voted blue. Now they upset. Mm. 
You know what I mean? Like, yo, bro. Can't win for losing. Uh, Can't win, win for losing. Uh, Can't win, man. Blue, right? Hey. Right. Hey, well, we about to get so much hate mail, and I'm like, I don't. I'm, I'm, listen, man, you know, it's just like, it, you I know, mean, the show yeah. writes itself. Be mad at yourselves, bro. Like, oh, yeah, we didn't even talk about the um the cop. The, the speaking of the police, we do got to talk about this. The anti harassment officer. Oh my days, bro. <laughs> the, the NYPD had an anti harassment police officer, and guess what? Harassing people. He was. <laughs> we can't make this up. We're not like collectively. We're, we're not that good. We're not that good. It's like NYPD takes one step forward to take fifteen steps back. Oh my god! Like oh they just love god. like. NYPD would just rather be the 1900s with you know with the Irish cops just beating niggas in the head with sticks. Still, like if it was up to them, that's how it would be. It said that between the summer of 2019 and earlier this fall, he posted hundreds of messengers on the rent, many which attacked black people, Puerto Ricans, Hasidic Jews, and others with oh, a yo, sense of animus. Look at my man's face. It's like a thumb. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, you probably still got the support of the union. Said he referred to former President Barack Obama as a Muslim savage. And he called the Bronx District Attorney, Darcel D. Clark, who is black, a gap-toothed wildebeest. And this is the guy that was doing the anti-harassment training for the NYPD. And we wonder why, you know, when we talk about like, oh, all they need is some training. Oh, we just (laughs) give the police officers more training. Well, who's going to be doing the training? Mr. Thumb? Officer Thumb is going to be doing the training. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And what is he doing after the training? Harassing people. You know Man, saying? listen. It was almost like he felt like he had to make up for his job. Like, right? Uh, <laughs> had to give himself a job to do. Yeah, he had to go harder. He had to go harder. He, I, I, I bet you what? He probably fire you up at a lunch table, though. He probably get out on somebody at the lunch table. <laughs> <laughs> Adapt to will. I mean, that that's some. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm gonna put that in my uh. Podcast. Yeah, man, that was good. He was he was trolling Twitter for some insults, man. Like, so anyway, we're we're close to the end. Um, Thank you God. Our, <laughs> you want to do our call to action? Who's doing our call to action? Listen. Stay your listen, ass in the house. Stay the fuck in the house, man. Like, stay, uh, listen, 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 listen. Texas just had a million cases. What, a really? million, Texas just eclipsed a million cases of COVID. Wow. A million. Wow. We keep posting new highs every day. It's literal countries talking about reverting back to shutting down. And what are you Americans doing? What are you lot doing? What are you going to Turn it up, throwing Halloween it, parties. <laughs> You chatting because you're upset. You can't eat your Thanksgiving meal with your other racist family members, right? Eat that unseasoned chicken on Zoom, bro. <laughs> oh shit! You get me? Eat your stuffing that's just like wet bread on Zoom. <laughs> you know that disgusting pumpkin pie. Oh, right. Wait a minute. What? Not listening. No pumpkin. No, I like pumpkin pie. Like, but you know they they. But you know it don't taste the same, bro. It's not the same. It's not the same pumpkin pie you and I eat. So, so yeah, they don't have those gifted right. hands. But also, right, right. Also, <laughs> yeah, so thank you. We'll be here next week. Yeah, the call, the call to action. <laughs> it's a lot of people 
Stop getting people sick, yeah. man. Keep your, keep your mask, like, mask, hand sanitizer, all that's still in full effect. Please, like, sanitize your stuff, wear your mask, you know, um, all of that stuff. Like, stop going to bars. Get I mean, yourself on, at ease. Keep that thing on you, you know Keep it on you. Keep it on. Yeah, do all of that. So, yeah, because it's, it's out of pocket right now. We're actually going to do our Ask a Black Doctor show tomorrow. Y'all can tune in to Ask a Black Doctor about COVID-19 tomorrow. Yeah, wipe, wipe all that stuff off, man. <laughs> wipe that stuff off. Sanitize yourself. So that's our call to action. Our, our, uh, <laughs> our white pages today. <laughs> our white pages today is... Mm, why are all the black kids sitting together in the cafeteria? Other conversations about race, so we uh, can get away from the uh, the white kids to come in. And start <laughs> <people>. <laughs> yeah. We're gonna get so <laughs> 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 we can get away from the white people. What? Shout out to the patty pies. Yes, I love also, that. I said, so we can get away Popeyes from the white kids to come in. Turkey. Y'all can buy your turkey at Popeyes. I hope they ain't racist or support Trump. So but, we can you know. put this in the chat. Why are all the black kids in the cafeteria? <laughs> For safety. <laughs> Beverly Why are you wiping off We don't feel safe. Yeah, oh my God. Lower hand mercy. Yeah, wipe your screen off, bro. Um, oh, what's coming up? Um, ask a black doctor tomorrow at seven. I'm uh, funny um, in real life. Like I'm um, really funny. You, you are kind of dressed. I don't know. Every, every time I look, you're kind of dressed. You look like an undercover cop today. I don't know if it's a jacket. Oh, you a cop. Oh, right, shit. Oh, wait a minute. I don't know if it's wait a jacket. Oh. Wait, how long have you He started known ripping low key. No, look, how, how long have you known Farouk? How did he come to you as a king? It's how he look. He got his. It's a jacket and the glasses. I don't know. I'm like, this dude looks like me if I was And then he <laughs> zoomed in. The whole show. Oh, look like, at the comment, bro. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm joking. It's a jacket. I don't know. I guess it's a jacket, man. I don't know. Like, I do, no, I mean that's the fact. No, listen, listen. That's that's cool. All them things is cool, isn't it? Like, is a man really a funny he guy, right? Cuss us out as soon this as is, the show is over. I got. Listen, I have a resignation letter saved on my hard drive. That's cool. And I got a printer right behind me, so I'm no, I'm sir. Good, man. Come on, man. We got light skin feelings. <laughs> Woo! I'm just. I was thinking. Got a nigga in my feelings. In um, my feelings. So we got uh on. Don't um, do my twin like. That. Next next Thank Tuesday, you. um, I guess we're gonna flip the next two. Next Tuesday, we're doing the what what school are we at? Uh for oh Penn State Greater Allegheny. Oh shit, yeah, yeah, yeah. Penn State Greater Allegheny. We will be doing um oh shit, man. Protest. It's it's like it's pandemic, protest, politics, politics, poetry. Yeah, and poetry. That's it. Yeah, we came up with the title, we can't even remember it. Yeah, so we taking the show on the road. It's me, Trouble, Miracle, Farouk. We'll be at Penn State, Grider, Allegheny next Tuesday. Oh, 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 put some respect on my name when you speak it. It's a man like Saeed with the shades, isn't it? We div. <laughs> the, shades dumb, the shades coming with us as part of your... The shades, yo, they, they come everywhere, bro. You get me? Like, yo, I wear my sunglasses at night, dinner time, and uh, sleep. Oh, man can't see uh, me. You get me? Man. You can't see a man like this, isn't it? John Cena don't got nothing on me. What do you think he learned the things from, man? Got you, got you, got you. All right, um, well, I'll let that go. Dickhead. Um, next Thursday, um, I'll, I'll be doing something at Penn State Grad Allegheny online uh, uh, concert. Um, and, of course, we'll be back with – oh, I'm doing something with Kelly Strayhorn Theater um, on Friday. 
we're having a conversation, uh, hip hop conversation with some with some dope artists. Um, so yeah, just go to one, oh tomorrow on tilt. Get your get your mental health lunch break. Brandy Fisher is going to be a special guest on on tilt this week with Julius Boatwright and, and Mama Brown. Um, tune in for that. And I think do we got anything else? Yes, on Monday we're going to have a special episode, the One Hood Power Hour, um, talking about self defense and how we protect ourselves. So for those of you who have questions about weapons and guns and all type of stuff, tune in. <laughs> we have a variety of speakers. It's going to be amazing, and I'm very excited for that. And so y'all, y'all turned up on last month. If you missed the last Monday's episode of Power Hour, it's really, really <clears throat> good, really informative. Um, because y'all have Biko from Milwaukee. Y'all had the sister from um from the um the um Inse uh, from New Georgia Project. Yeah, New Georgia Project. We're trying to be out here. And, you know? Yeah, no, it was a really really dope episode. Shout out to uh, Kahari and Ryan uh, for the One Hood Power Hour. What Black Pittsburgh needs to know. We'll be back. You know what we do. I mean, or if you missed the episodes, catch up. You know what I'm saying, catch up mm-hmm. on the episodes. Um, yeah, I talked about the um, Celeste texting me. Yeah, I talked about November 17th. Um, so anything else? I think that's it. Oh, Celeste's new podcast. Oh, yeah. She's got a new podcast coming. Um, don't like two people on our panel got a podcast coming as well? Ooh. Like <laughs> a black oh, yeah, squad, Blacklight. a black oh, Yeah, we do got Blacklight next Friday, first episode. You know what I'm saying? Tell us what it is. Yeah, tell us what it is. Give the people a teaser. All right. So imagine this. You have a super dope artist or activist, right? They have a genius idea. You learn more about it on Blacklight. Imagine this. A man like Saeed with the shades, right? Approaches you with these insightful questions, makes you think a little bit, you know? Mm -hmm. Really prods your vernacular a little bit, you know what I'm saying? That's what it's going to be like. If you can imagine that now, you're going to love it. That's yeah. my spiel. Uh, the Power Hour is on our Facebook and on our you. Oh, for those of you who have people who are on Facebook, all of our shows are now also on our One Hood YouTube page. So go over to our YouTube page to get the information, to do the, um, to share with your folks because not everybody's on Facebook. Or they already all said y'all don't do Facebook. So now we're on YouTube as well. So like, Hit up our YouTube. Watch our shows on YouTube as well. All right. Is your screen frozen? Yeah, that's what I was about to ask. It definitely looks like, yeah. Oh, he's gone. Yeah, he's <laughs> no, I'm, I'm back. I'm back. My oh, I'm like, dang, well, now that he's gone. <laughs> oh, y'all, y'all about to start talking shit. Like, let me talk about this. You know what I mean? No, um, Celeste has a keynote. She also mentioned, um, you know, our, our co-founder, Celeste Smith, at the Association for fundraising professionals, that's November 17th. So we'll have all this stuff on One Hood Media. If you go to One Hood Media, we'll have all the stuff that we're doing. You did the interview with Kiki, right? Miracle, um, the other day. I saw that on Instagram. So, you know, we out here in these streets doing a lot. You already know what it is. Hire me, because I'm trying to buy a new car. So hire me to do your keynote, your moderation. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. I'm trying to do black excellence over here. So yeah. Like, you feel Black excellence. Uh, well, did we have a black excellence for this week? Oh, it was Miracle. Oh, yeah, it was a Miracle. I almost forget that fast. Yes, Miracle um, is part of the car. <laughs> That's right. Um, tell, tell you, you, you got, you got um, picked up to be part of the national cohort for arts activism. Can you talk a little bit about this, 
miracle. You're on mute. You're muted. You are muted. You are muted right now. I am a part of this national coalition from the for the U.S. Arts and Culture. Um, shout out to the feds. Love them. Um, talking about how to use art uh, to address uh, social and political issues. So I'll be doing a project about maternal mortality and um, access to healthcare for Black women. So I'm very excited about this. Um, so I'll be reaching out to a lot of y'all um, to get some of your words. I think I'm going to do like a wheat pacing project. Um, I want to do something that's happier because I was going to do a different thing. Um, but yeah, so I'm part of that. So you'll see me around doing different conversations that I about art and activism. And I'll be like using my poetry. Uh, hot, so I'll be returning to my artwork um, to just do some stuff like that. So yeah, I'm very excited. I'm, I'm sorry. We, we have a breaking story. I just, I do. This is kind of crazy. You know what I'm saying? I just sent it to y'all. I don't know if we can uh, we can put it up, um, John. It said the leader of the Proud Boys said he's done pretending he isn't a Nazi. Nice. That's Whoa. where we're at right now. A civil war brewing inside the Proud Boys as the top leader said he's done pretending he isn't a Nazi. I don't That's know. That's the supremacy, folks. <laughs> or just trust black people when we say Nazis are Nazis because they don't like black and brown folks. We trying to tell y'all we like these are racist. These are folks with. He's like, oh yes. By the way, I was a Nazi all the time, and guess what? I'm gonna just come in. I went into tired of hiding it. <laughs> he came out the Nazi closet. I don't even know what that is. <laughs> even know I, what that I, is. I mean, I'm out of jokes at this point, bro. But I don't even have jokes for this no more, man. It's just isn't like, he not even? Isn't he like a, a Hispanic person as well? So can we, also, can we also, can we also like- So is George Zimmerman. Oh yeah, we missed Eva Longoria. Remember Eva Longoria? Oh, wait, 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 wait. I learned- What did Eva Longoria do? Uh, wow. No, she said, she apologized. So we're going to let her go because, you know, at least she took accountability. But I learned like after the Second World War, a lot of Nazis actually- Went to like, Latin American. Why you do that? I thought that was common knowledge. No, it wasn't. Oh, sorry. But went to Latin and South America, so that's why you're also going to start to seeing a lot of like Cuban and other people of Hispanic and Spanish origins uh, affiliated with Nazi parties because of that. So when we talk about how people of color is not synonymous with black, how when we talk about if you want to talk about black people, say black, this is what we mean. Because a lot of people are very offended that you call them black or people of color because they view themselves as white. True. Mm -hmm. That's a fact. True. That's yeah. Fact. And, and you know, Eva Longoria was, you know, they was kind of like, you know, everybody was talking about like black women, you know, being, she was like, but the real heroes were the Latin, the, Latina, the Latina women and black women was not having that. You know what I'm saying? And you know, I didn't even know that. Oh yeah. She, but she, was like, she had to apologize quick. Like, Black women formed like like Wu Tang Clan. I mean, they just came in. They came on like Voltron. Oh my god! And then shout out to um, Rosa Clemente. You know what I'm saying? As a always, as a, always uh, large up. You know, Afro Afro Latino came and uh, Latina came and, and handled the business. And so she did apologize. She talked to folks. She apologized. So you know, you know, she she messed up. She came back. You know, shout out to her. You know, she did her thing. So yeah, somebody said George Zimmerman. Yeah, George Zimmerman. Uh, I you said know. that. Oh, is that? I'm sorry. I, I looked at the. I missed that, bro. I was distracted by the glasses, man. I don't know what it was. 
Oh no! But we're talking about white supremacy. It is not. It is Indigenous Heritage Month, so make sure you're following Indigenous leaders and speakers, supporting their work and their art, like Frank Juan and different folks. You know, white supremacy. They've been dealing with it in this country uh, for a long time. We have so. Yeah, shout out to the Indigenous folks that I know. I know we have a lot. Um, we have indigenous activists here in Pittsburgh. Yeah, so support support an indigenous organizer, um, um, community group, artists, um, not just this month, but, you know, whenever you have an opportunity to. Um, also, you know, it's Veterans Day. You know, we know there was a lot of black veterans that, you know, um, you know, put in, put in, you know, gave their lives, you know what I'm saying, uh, uh, for this country. Uh, um, so shout out to the, and, and it's like, you know, we know there's a lot of black veterans that also were victims of police brutality. Um, as well, you know what I'm saying? So shout out to the Black veterans. Um, you know what I'm saying? We have one in our organization, Brittany Chantel, you know, uh, my brother Lennon Hammonds, you know, shout out to the vets, um, you know. Absolutely. Uh, not all the vets, but we're going to, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to prioritize the Black vets, you know what I'm saying? We're going to prioritize our people. That's a fact. Shout out to our people. Yes, yeah, let's talk about the veterans who couldn't get their health care or their pills because this president messed with the Postal Service who didn't get their GI payments on time, whose families are like facing homelessness because of this management of this country. Right. Yes, like shout out to the vets. Shout out to the vets. And one last thing, because this is also, November 11th is also the anniversary of um, Leon, Leon Ford. Right, Leon yeah, Ford yeah, yeah, yeah. In, in 2012, you know, he put a powerful post out today about, you know, his legacy, man. And, you know, he's just such a proponent of, you know, for our community, a proponent of, of mental health and doing that internal work. Um, so shout out to Leon Ford for, you know, emerging uh, from from that tragedy, you know, as as somebody um, that's really about, you know, healing in our community. So, um, you know, so send a shout out to, you know, Leon, hit Leon up, man. Send him some love. You know what I'm saying? Whatever you can. Um, shout out to Leon as well. I think that's it. Anything else? Last words? Never lose that's sight. It, Never, Never lose sight. sight. That's a good, that's love a good your blackness. Up, Turn up. Be safe. Yep. Stay in the house. Right. Stand, please stand off. We out. <laughs>